0: Another one look. I told your little friend. I ain't paying for that. Wow. This one's on the
1: Welcome if you hear my foot massager mind your business damn, that's what that is. Yeah, bro
0: Bro, can I use that one day?
1: Yeah, bro.
0: Oh fuck. This should be
1: killing it, bro Dude,
0: dude, I do you want it? It's not as bad as it was like I I remember you've touched my back before Mm -hmm. So feel it now. It's not as bad as it was But oh, yeah, no, it feels a lot better. <laughs> it's not as rock hard anymore. It's like granite.
1: Yeah. There's a little smoothness to it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the post show, you guys. <laughs> uh, What are we here to talk about? Ooh, that ATL. Says the white guy.
0: He <laughs> did say that. I but did. you know, This season was, was based off of. Oh, I'm so happy that I called it. Right when I first saw the first thing, I'm like, the first bit of the season with. Them on the river fishing. I was like, this season's about white people. It was very much about white people. It was very much about white so people. So season three
1: of Atlanta, we got ten episodes. Uh, I think the only epi- only season so far that's given us more than ten is season two. It gave us eleven. So maybe season four will give us eleven. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but I know some people are mixed just because of the anthology episodes. Out of the ten episodes we got, four of them were anthology episodes. That being episode one, episode three, uh, or episode one, episode four, episode seven, and episode nine. Um, it didn't bother me, just because it fit the theme of what was going on. And they were all really good. Yeah. And the and I believe they're supposed to be like set in Atlanta like, this is what's happening while they're gone. Yeah.
0: So, I thought it was, like, a cool little, like, huh, meanwhile. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Like, honestly, yeah, let's go for all the, go over the anthologies, and then we'll go over the story.
1: Okay. So, the first anthology episode, we we all know that one. The Three Slaps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked about that before. Yeah. <laughs> that one, I think, was, like, the hardest hitting. Yeah. In terms of, like, its relation to realness. Yeah. Uh, Really good episode, though. Really good start to the season.
0: Yeah. It's Really good.
1: And, uh, that episode kind of does leave you thinking, like, was that a dream or is that really happening? But with the other anthology episodes, like, with the knowledge we have of that, I think, like, that actually happened in the Atlanta-verse. Yeah. Atlanta is weird enough for that to happen. Like, the show Atlanta. It's, you know, a black, surrealist show, so... Yeah a lot of surrealism (laughs) it's it's an afro surrealism kind of show so uh, i
0: noticed a lot of fx shows kind of use like um kind of extend metaphors to realism mm -hmm. like i remember um fucking man seeking woman did that but they turned it to 11 that was like the whole concept of the show yeah yeah but like i feel like atlanta sometimes does it but in a different way there it's not like the exact like metaphor it's more like Mm -hmm. hey look how crazy this is But it means this.
1: Yeah, because a lot of it, like, the thing with it being, like, afro Surrealism, a lot of it is, like, heavily based on, like, real-life experiences a black person would actually go through. Yeah. But in that world, something is just quite not right. There's always a little something off, like, you know, uh, the the invisible car or (laughs) black Justin Bieber, you know? Yes. There's always something not quite right about the world and that gives you that sense of like that afro surrealism but a lot of the events that happen are like things the characters interact with it's just like a lot of black people can relate to that experience and so it's just like huh and that's 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 why it has kind of like that eerie tone to it as a show but that's what makes it so good
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah there's three slaps and then we had the big payback the big payback i think might be my favorite episode of the fucking show of the season. It was a really good one. It was just so perfect because, like, I understood this white man, like I understood him, but I'm like, you're going about it all wrong, and that's yeah. the whole point. No, no, <laughs> I felt really bad for yeah. him watching that because it was just like, damn, yeah, that but, does suck. But like, here, here's the answer to the whole problem. My answer, my ancestors really fucking sucked. And I'm so sorry for what they put your people through. I am not like that. And you know what? I will help. I will do what I can to make a change.
1: That's it. That's why. No, the funny part is, (laughs) he could have solved the problem because he asked that black dude in his office. And he's like, you really want my opinion? Yeah. Uh, Dealing with black women all my life. He's like, just let them know you're sorry. Yeah. Pay what you can. Yeah. Yeah. And then he asked the white people, no, you should fight that shit, bro. And it's just
0: like. Don't listen to them. Even before he talked to that guy, there was the part where it's like, did you hear that it happened to so-and-so? He just apologized and paid a settlement. I think he got off easy. And it's like, well, no, he did the right thing. Because he
1: also had to wear that shirt (laughs) two days a week or something like that, too. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, he kind like, fuck.
0: But, like, I looked at him and I was like, you would think he, by his look, you would think he might be a racist guy. But he was probably like, my bad. Yeah. Like, my bad for being white. My name is Janika. <laughs> it was so fucking good. She like walked in the house and at first I was like, "Girl, and then he was like, "Get out." And I was like, "Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on." Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I
1: get it but at the same yeah. time. It, it was just funny like the idea yeah. of it, like that little spin. He he was getting home or his his, his like ex-wife. Yeah. She's just like he's like, "You're what?" She's like, "I'm Peruvian." <laughs> I, I was watching that I I finished watching this I already watched the whole season but I like played it from like episode that episode to the end because Modena hadn't seen all those yeah and she looked at me she was like bitch I was, just, yeah. I was like bitch you're white
0: that's you're white it's that joke that's why I liked also the other girl who's just like I found out I'm Jewish all right like the Holocaust and I was like bitch yes and no. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh <my. laughs>
1: Oh. It was a good one.
0: No, yeah, it was a really good one. When he
1: got home and they were just in front of his fucking house with the barbecue, that kid took his fucking slides off.
0: I fucking woke up Marilyn laughing.
1: <laughs> and then you got the second appearance of Ernest. Oh yeah, he fucking killed himself. Ernest, Ernest Marks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, oh shit. And notice he also said he lost his luggage. Yeah. Talk about that later. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so the next anthology episode was episode seven, right? Trini to, de- Trini to bon. I'm gonna
0: this, the... Trini to the bone. I going to tell you this. Trini to the The first half of that episode, I was like... I was just watching, you know? The first half isn't, like, funny. It's not super, super interesting. It's just these white parents dealing with their nanny dying. And their son is like, oh, can I get the curry? And they're like, oh, this is spicy. And you're just like, haha, white people... But, like, you, you're, you like, this kid knows his stuff a bit. And then when they show up to the funeral, the fucking switch flips completely. Afro-surrealism. It is so fucking good. Fucking Chet Hanks is there. <laughs> I was, like, tired. And I was going to just, like, I'll watch this episode tomorrow. I'm sleepy. And then they got to the funeral. And I'm like, what the fuck? This yeah, is going-. Really? The minute he was, like, they were, like, leave the keys on top. And he was panicking. I was, like, oh, it's going to get weird sweet, for him. Sweet, <laughs> DD. This is a good episode. The
1: son was fucking jamming, bro. Yeah. No, you know what my favorite part was? <laughs> they were talking about... the Earlier in, the parents were talking about how they missed uh, the parent f- photo day. Mm-hmm. And the whole episode, that envelope getting, kept getting dropped off. Oh, they yeah. were like, oh, it's not for us. And like, there's no send back address. Dah, 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 dah. And they kept getting sent that fucking envelope. Yeah. And finally, at the end, the dad opens it. And since they weren't there for the parent photos, yeah. the
0: nanny took the photos. <laughs> I know it's such a I good fucking like, ending.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I, I I especially loved when they were praying, and the parents just were like, what, "What are they saying?" But the kid was just like all into it. He was like, "Amen, like, oh, yes, 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 yes." <laughs> <laughs> just like. It was so in it.
1: (laughs) He knew all the, like, little, like, (laughs) sayings and phrases. I loved it. It was
0: so good. It was so fucking good. It was just
1: like, that woman raised your kid better than you ever could. Yup. And the mom, I fucking hated that mom. Oh, (laughs) she
0: was the worst. It's like, at first I was like, oh, maybe the dad will be the understanding one. I'm like, no. I instantly was like, Nah. Not even him, either.
1: I mean, he understood better than yeah, the better. mom.
0: He was trying. I think he
1: was more, like, ignorant rather than yeah. not trying to understand. Yeah, he the was The mom doing... just was kind of annoying.
0: The To the mom, it was an inconvenience. The dad, he just didn't understand, but he was trying for the sake of his child. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, come on. That's why he even tasted the curry. The mom wouldn't have. Yeah. If she had it, she would have thrown it in the trash. I'm
1: like, raise your fucking kid, nigga. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that was tritty to the bone, and then episode nine normally it was coming every two episodes we got an anthology episode yeah but they wanted to you know keep the finale to the main cast or a main cast member so uh episode nine was our last anthology episode with uh rich Wigga poor Wigga. that was a fun one the
0: the second one is my favorite but this one is the best
1: R.I.P. Uh, Kevin just, Samuels. Yeah. Regardless of how you feel about Kevin Samuels, bro, uh, I don't shit on the dead. I don't wish death upon anyone. Regardless, R.I.P. This was uh, his last appearance on like public media. Wasn't expecting to see him, so that was shocking. He was funny. He was funny in this episode, honestly.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: so the basis of this episode, it's also filmed in black and white. Uh, Donald Glover directed this episode. I hate you, it. Get, you could definitely get the Donald Glover vibes off of it.
0: I didn't understand why it was black and white until he was in the car with his dad. And then I was like, oh, oh, oh. And <laughs> a lot of people were like, oh, I didn't get him mixed until this point.
1: I was like, man, the moment they showed that nigga face, I was like, oh, that's a mixed boy. But, but see, I think <laughs> to uh,
0: white people, we're just like, white guy. That's why his friends were white. They were <laughs> always like, white guy. I could tell
1: looking at his face. Yeah. Even in the black. I was like, that's a mixed kid.
0: <laughs> that's why they did it
1: and then they were that like way. he was playing Call of Duty and, it, and then I still have to go back and to confirm this but somebody like we, there was like a discussion post on Facebook and somebody was talking about it it was like the kids he was playing like whatever shooter he was playing online with those are the kids from the first the, the intro scene of Robin season Yeah. when they were robbing the, the fashion place he said like those are those same kids and I was like fuck word that's really cool world building if that's the case yeah uh, but yeah, they were playing that shooter and they were talking shit. I think
0: he's like you two niggers oh, I was like, Woo! oh yeah, he, it went hard and then he fucking ooh uh-uh, at them. Spicy. And I was like, oh no,
1: spicier than that curry. <laughs> so I was like, god. Literally. It was an
0: interesting episode where,
1: okay, he, wait, okay. So the, the basis of the episode is uh, this kid. He's he's a senior. He's mixed he he's way way white passing so he he just is a white guy in school i don't think i don't think people know he's black um but he can't afford to get into like the college he wants to go to his girlfriend's going his friends are going and so he's trying to get like a fafas that doesn't want to do all that so that's his issue there's an assembly gathered for the school where an alumni comes in His name is Robert uh, S. Lee. Robert Shea Lee. Oh my god. Family runs the Shea. (laughs) Yeah, I was I I, I I don't think a lot of people got that. That I don't think a lot of people got the joke. I was like, Robert Shea Lee. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like a lot of people that
0: went over their head and then the school was like, what? (laughs) Ulysses. But yeah, (laughs) because The funniest part, it was just, like, it's, it definitely was, like, a flip on Robert E. Lee in mm. a sense. Like, it was. No, that's exactly yeah. what it was. That's, yeah. why, that's why I was, like, that's
1: fucking hilarious. <laughs> and so he was, like, I want to give back. So he was, like, I'm going to donate a bunch of money to the school. We're changing the name of the school, the Robert S. Lee High School. And I'm paying for everyone's college tuition. And everyone starts cheering. Who's black? Everyone gets quiet, and then the black people start cheering loud as fuck. Oh, yeah. And then there's the conversation where uh, Homeboy and his oh, friends, God. and they're just like, I just don't think it's fair. Like, isn't this discrimination?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... I, I remember telling K.L., I would be like, if that happened, I would be bummed out. But I wouldn't be so fucking pissed about it that I'd be like, but I'd be like the, aw, but okay. It's the twist
1: of the episode, right? Yeah. You can audition to the council of these old <laughs> black women, <laughs> right? To try to get your tuition paid. It's not the fact that you have to actually be, like, racially black. Yeah. You have to be black. Like, the American standard term of black, right? So, like, our, our main character, he goes in. Also, the, the scene setup was fucking hilarious. There's so many things to catch with these people. Like, the fucking acapella group. Yeah. Uh, the one dude, he was, like, practicing on the little basketball hoop. I don't know if anyone noticed, but in the background of uh, one part, there's like these two like white kids and they're like trying to do like the fucking outcast album cover. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just like, they're all trying to just prove they're black. Oh, right. My God. So they call homeboy and they're like, rabbo you next. <laughs> yeah. You. <laughs> so they go in, he goes in and they start asking him questions, but they're, they're fucking like real black
0: ghetto yeah. questions like name,
1: Five things that mix
0: with Hennessy. (laughs) This is like honestly one of the best parts of the episode right here too. like, uh, rum?
1: (laughs) Rum and Hennessy. You know what? That actually sounds pretty good. (laughs) Rum and Hennessy. (laughs) So it's just like a montage of them asking these questions and a montage of him giving them them answers. Would you say based on what you heard, do you think he got some questions right? I feel like he might have gotten a few right. (laughs) but overall like yeah it was just more entertaining than actually correct to their standards yeah because the joke also is like there's there's not gonna be a council of black people to tell you you're black yeah like that's a part of the whole joke of the episode because technically yeah he's black but he's not black but it was just like what are the color of wendy's napkins uh it was like jada and will or (laughs) it's just like oh shit take this pencil and make a beat on that tape. <laughs> <Yeah, that was, laughs> <laughs> it was just like stupid shit like that. And so they reject him, and he's like, "This isn't fair. I'm black." And then one of them gets up. And he's like, "You? Oh, what?" A, <laughs> and it was just like, "Yeah, you are." so. It was, it was such a good. And they powerful. were trying to calm him down. It's like this high yellow nigga. <laughs> I was just like, "Yo." So he's getting upset. Uh, this black dude from a college's. Talking to his girlfriend on Instagram. She breaks up with him because he's like, I know you can't pay to get into the college, this and that. So he's all sad. He feels like his life is going in shambles. He's playing like his game again. They're talking shit on the chat. He's got uh, his fucking flamethrower out. So he's like, you know what? Fuck it. So he goes into the garage, builds a flamethrower, right? Yeah. And he's about to go burn that motherfucking school to the ground. This, this shit is great. He gets to the school ready to burn it down. Walk down the street and at night with the flamethrower, by the way, too. Yeah. Gets there. There's this dark-skinned dude <laughs> already there with a flamethrower, too. <laughs> it's the best fucking part. And of- he's like, what are you doing here? About to
0: burn this motherfucker to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the voice. He, the, like, it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> it was so perfect for the car- kind of character that he so, was supposed to be. So he the got, parody that he yeah, was. Yeah.
1: So he got denied for a scholarship, too. Even though this nigga is
0: dark. Like,
1: yeah. Like, <laughs> direct contrast his I think parents he... were born in africa da, da, da this yeah. and that and then our main character is just like oh i get it yeah you're not really black you know where you come from this and this yeah
0: <laughs> i think he's supposed to also be like a semi-parody of the like the carltons in yeah. a sense. like
1: and then so they start talking shit to each other and homeboy's like well i'll burn you but it looks like it's <laughs> not a dark skin joke
0: that was not cool. When he said that, I was like, yeah! When he said that, I was fearful for the kid's life because I was invested in his story. But I was also like, if he did burn, I would be like, fuck. You, oh. <laughs> that's your I fucking like, fault.
1: <laughs> so they're having a flamethrower fight. Our main character starts losing. He's about to get roasted. Yeah. Uh, boom. Police shoot the black kid. Then say freeze to our main character. I was like huh
0: There was also a nice callback Because they mentioned that earlier I think in that trial It's like if, if you just comply Yeah Because <laughs> the main characters You to say Well if you just comply <laughs> Yeah So then it cuts
1: uh, The the school signs burnt down uh, Robert S. Lee is like Oh no My, my school sign <laughs> And then he sees The black kid that got shot He lived He's in the ambulance Getting wheeled into the ambulance He's like You did this Because you didn't get the scholarship well, Let me tell you something <laughs> getting shot is possibly the blackest thing that happened to you so because he got shot he pays for his hospital bills and gives him the scholarship meanwhile our main character goes to jail yep <laughs> then the last scene at time skips. It's so he's working at fucking best buy this is the fucking yeah so he yeah so he works in best buy and he's just fully embraced his black side, right? Yeah. He's got the haircut. He's constantly brushing his fucking <laughs> no hair ass fade. He's talking. He's chatting up one of this, these customers. She's, she's listening. He's spitting gang. He's like saying, so, you know, like I will saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> and tell Mark,
0: fuck him and give you the discount and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to text me, right? Yeah. You're gonna te-
1: so his girl, his ex-girlfriend sees him and they start talking. And da 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 da, he's like, you know, shit with my probation, and she's like, oh, okay, well, it's good seeing you. And he's like, hey, wait, can I tell you something? <laughs> I've never been more attracted to you than right now. And she starts blushing, <laughs> and then the fucking look into the <laughs> camera just. <laughs> <It's>
0: said, a... <laughs> my favorite part about that whole scene is when like she, it's quiet for a moment. It cuts to him, and he's like looking at her, and he just goes shh uh, <laughs> are
1: you brushing <laughs> it's so fucking fantastic. dude I got no fucking waves <laughs> oh my god that was that shit killed me bro when that scene popped up at the, that shit killed I was, was like fantastic. this nigga was just like yep I'm a nigga the anthology
0: episodes were fantastic
1: yeah they were really good they were really good and then with the main episodes we saw everyone kind of had their own little events happening their own little character arcs you know Ern is clearly stressed the fuck out. Yeah, he's clearly doing too much. He's spreading himself too thin being this manager. Th- he's
0: getting the job done, but he he looks tired. There's a lot of episodes. There are episodes that focus on him, but I feel like we don't really get into the what's going on with Ern. No, I feel Earn- like we'll get more of that in season yeah, four. Yeah, this was pretty much just him running things, and we kind of saw what the world was like right mm-hmm. now. I, I, we'll get more like deep characterization for
1: everyone, and probably in season four because they they went back to Atlanta. At the yeah. End. Uh, Paperboy had that episode with uh, his inner self with them drugs. Oh my god,
0: that was a fantastic episode.
1: Where like Paperboy kind of like is conflicted. And we see it in other episodes too, like when he lost his phone. Yeah. He was talking about the fan
0: that he had the video with and that yeah. meant
1: a lot to him. You could tell he was being super genuine about it. Yeah. And I think he's in this point where he's kind of conflicted in his career of like, yeah, I'm this famous rapper, I'm big, people love me. Like, when he first got out of jail, he was throwing the money into the crowd and stuff like that. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, that's cool. But, like, he also wants to have an impact. He also wants to, like, you know, mean something to fans yeah. and, like, be personal with them and stuff like that. I think he's very conflicted by that aspect of his life because he doesn't have that handled. And, like, the question of, like, who owns your masters? Yeah. Like, where are your masters? Like, this and that. And, like, that, that feeling of, like, that oh, thank God, at the end, where we ask Earn, like, who owns do. my masters? And he's just like, yeah, he exactly, he's like, you do. Er- and er- the way he responded, he was just like, nigga, what do you mean? You do. Of course you do.
0: <laughs> Earn like, was was selfish in his jumping on with Paperboy, but he had full intention Intention to of, do.
1: of being a good part and yeah. like, like yeah no yeah. i'm gonna
0: lift you up he's yeah he's like we're gonna make it together i'm gonna ride you but you need someone to pull you up yeah yeah
1: exactly like yeah he did it because he needed you know a way to come up and get out but he never had negative intentions toward his cousin yeah and uh, and that's that you, that's what you could see but like paperboy had doubts in his head because it's just like that happens to people like yeah. family like uses you and and, and sponges off of you and so he had his doubts in his head, and that was him kind of facing the, that harsh reality of like, that very well could be a thing. And then yeah. like, the whole cancel club scene. with yeah. him that Liam shit was Neeson funny. Was great, fuck, bro. Oh my god. It's nice to know you don't really hate us like that. Oh, I can't stand a lot of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of him for just
0: doing that. That
1: shit was hilarious. They they had to cut him a fat check.
0: Oh yeah. To even get Liam Neeson, period. Okay, so <laughs> let me say this. Um, Jump into Star Wars, by the way. A thing that's in the preview of Obi Wan Kenobi is Liam Neeson, uh, them Yoda saying like, "Oh, you will train to learn how to commune with the Force to talk to your master," and he's like, "Master, where are you?" A couple times. Right before a while back, Liam Neeson was like, "I'm not gonna do TV shows anymore. I'm hmm. just gonna do movies." Then he was in Atlanta. Oh. And okay. then I see Obi Wan. And he's talking about his seeing his master. And then I hear Liam Neeson is going to voice act in this animated series. I think Qui-Gon's going to pop up in Kenobi. And that's what I want, motherfucker. But- Sorry,
1: I was talking to that black bastard <laughs> in <nice> Swindu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah,
1: back to Atlanta. I just... Fuck, man. Fucking Darius had his own weird adventures. You know, the whole fucking...
0: Um- Before we go to Darius, actually, I just want to go back to Paperboy one more mm-hmm. time. I really liked the whole arc of him with the charity. Yeah. Yeah, no that too. The the whole investing your hood thing. Yeah. Because
1: he was so genuine about that. He like really wanted to help people come up. And like that scene where like they show the ad and they fucked his whole ad campaign up. Yeah. And he's like, What the fuck nigga? What the
0: It was such a good And the
1: and the realness of it's just like you really thought they were gonna help other people? invest in other companies and not invest in their own company and it's just like that's the harsh reality of it like the harsh truth is like yeah they're they're not gonna help you come up like like and that sucks and i get why he was mad but it's just like damn that was the truth though yep investing your hood Mm -hmm. investing your hood
0: investing the fucking
1: blackout with the money Talk big money. <laughs> so I was like, "How fucking <laughs> hate this shit. It, Because it's so true, they will fucking do that. It's a, all the it's time. a three
0: AM Adult Swim commercial. Like, that's what it is. Like, talk of, talk of big money. <laughs> <laughs> oh I was like,
1: "Wow, that was racist." And then they just fucking spliced in Paperboy saying, "Investing your hood." <laughs> Oh, oh fuck! It was good. It was yeah, good. Darius with the whole gentrification thing, that fucking rocked my socks. That, that shit's. I was like, this bitch planted something the whole time. Yeah. And then the, it wasn't even like a. It was like a day later. Yeah. The restaurant was bought
0: out, and this bitch had a food truck. It was like when they first talked. I was just like, hey, maybe, maybe Darius. Can, oh, let me. The last one kind of fucked over for him, but <laughs> oh, no. This... And then as soon as I sat down, I was like, nope.
1: yeah Darius mainly had a lot of interactions with the outside world and just like the shit that triggered from that a lot of people want to know how Darius's uh space cake trip went but I'm pretty sure it just went fine yeah he was just walking Darius seemed very experienced and also it's just space cake yeah like it sounds weird to say it's just space cake but honestly if like your experience and stuff like that it's just space cake
0: yeah (laughs) like Like, I, I guarantee like when Al was tripping out he was like i'll be back to stay right there and then he like curled up there in the goofy hat and tripped yeah. out and then he came back and was just like there you are man let's go <laughs> yeah
1: no exactly yeah because paperboy was like not prepared for that trip especially when they got sw- bro when them kids took that baby <laughs> I fucking, oh
0: that's what i was like oh you're tripping you're fucking, tripping. Like tripping, tripping.
1: Dying, bro. I was like, hey, yo, relax. He, he kept saying,
0: like, oh, I'm not tripping yet. I'm not feeling it. And I'm like, you're feeling it. It's just you haven't noticed no, it yet. No, you're feeling it. Yeah. And it was
1: and that trip, went real, real bad at the end where he was like, she was like, you can't feel your legs. And he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he started getting, I was like, oh, no, no. it's it's going downhill
0: real hard. <laughs> like, Dude, what was interesting was... um. When he asked where, uh, I forget the girl's name, he was like, he asked at the end, he asked where she was. Where's Whitney? Yeah. He's like, your, your mom- mother? Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh shit. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck.
1: Damn, bro. Yeah, no. I wonder it
0: was a lot of yelling and not any, there was no sexual te- tension, but everyone mm. was like, you sleep over there? And he's like, no. Nah. And I'm like, I don't, it's not going to happen either. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't think it was- yeah, it was never like that. Yeah, it was a, cra- that was a crazy episode. It was a trippy experience for him, yeah. but he learned a lot about himself from it.
0: Dude, what do you think was in those blueprints? Dude, we missed a Goonies episode.
1: Oh, the haunting thing? Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like they could have went on a fun little adventure. But I'm I'm more worried about what the fuck did Socks take the phone for? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, for what, nigga? Yeah. And then he just threw it away. It's just like... Why? <laughs> Do you know we show a birthday? <laughs> Socks was We're weird. That guy was weird too, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude, you know what I really fucking loved? Um, it was I think it was in the party episode. Oh, with that's 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 my favorite episode still. The, the one, the old man in the tree. Yeah, the with urn and the kid trying to come up and with the art show. Mm-hmm. The the white guy manager who adopted him mm. or no he didn't He was him just- but he was like sponsoring him and paying yeah.
1: for all that he was spending a lot of money <laughs> and the whole episode Irm was just like this kid's taking advantage of him and Paperboy's just like so nigga Yeah, might as well <laughs> shit try to cover up. and then he saw the fucking black guy in the photo and he was like you know what yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah fuck yeah no that's still my favorite episode it's a either. good episode that, uh, that's when we truly see Van go off the fucking rails and then vanish until we get to the season finale. Oh. So Van's whole character arc was definitely very chunky uh, in this season, even though it was very spread out and you yeah. didn't see her a lot a lot. She was doing stuff. She was she was off. Bro, the fact she stole that fucking wig.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: She stole that wig? I, I, the second time I watched the episode, I was like, oh, that's the wig she stole. <laughs> <laughs> in episode 10 i was like okay yeah. i get it yeah but yeah van van was on some shit so the season finale is mainly uh this one chick and her friends they they got flown out to uh paris because some dude was trying to pay old girl to 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 pee on him you know rich niggas is into that so she got flown out and was getting paid a large sum of money to do that she wasn't gonna say no Get your paper girl. I ain't mad at you.
0: Yeah. Fuck, if a nigga want to pay girl, for the service. Paper girl, all about that, that paper girl. girl.
1: Now, this girl actually was in season... I think it was season two. Really? With the, the Drake party. Oh, shit. That was her. That's the same girl. <gasps> oh, shit. Yeah. Yes, sir. Same girl.
0: I uh, really liked that episode, too. Hmm? I really liked that episode, No, that too. was a good episode. It was a Darius and Van episode. Yeah. I'm but, surprised uh, nothing's
1: happened yet. Oh, with Darius and Van? Yeah they are off together a lot yeah but um so she sees van and we haven't seen van well the last time we saw van her and earn got down and she fucking left in the morning yeah <laughs> and earn knows she stole that damn wig <laughs> earn was just like god damn it <laughs> but she left again he's like fuck she got away again because he's like what the fuck is wrong with you like you're not you know, like your parents are worried about you too like what the fuck so we we know something's been up with her this whole time so she sees van and van acting like she's some just pure french woman she's speaking french she got the french accent yeah and she's like oh it's you and she's acting really weird all episode yeah and uh <laughs> She has a baguette in her bag. Th- uh, that fucking baguette. That fucking baguette. Okay. So when I watched the episode, Ryan hadn't yet, and I was like, alright, Ryan, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna spoil it for you, but I'm gonna leave you three hints. I was like, Van, a baguette, and Kira. <laughs> and he was like like Yoshikai and Kira I was like, yes. Oh I my guess. god. <laughs> so they, they're following Van along throughout her day. She's acting all French and weird and shit and they go to her house and she's like oh i have this boyfriend but then there's like her phone's being blown up by everyone and she's not responding to it she's kind of looking off, uh homegirl's kind of looking off into the next room like what's over there like maybe this ain't really van's house fucking uh what's his name they go to his his like hotel room what's his name uh
0: Fucking uh, Skarsgård. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the fact that it was really fucking yeah. him. And he was acting really weird. And Van's like, we, we we just play little games. And she was sprinkling fucking crack and left a crack in his bedroom. And you're just like, what the fuck is happening, It's bro? wild. It's a so wild Van's going on stuff. like this elaborate mission to get a package. So then they get to the place where they're supposed to pick up the package. The package not there. And she's like, you fucking played me and it looks like they're about to get uh fucking jumped by a bunch of black gangsters fucking looks like a old boy out there (laughs) (laughs) uh or not not old boy top boy top boy (laughs) yeah (laughs) top boy with all the british (laughs) (laughs) but um i'm trying to remember what the episode's called because it's related to like what a lot of this is based upon hmm It's called, uh, Tarare or Tarare or something like that. They keep calling Van Tarare. It's Mm. based off an actual story of like this young, like French dude who would just like eat anything. Apparently he ate a baby too. Oh yeah? (laughs) Yeah. Oh shit. That's when they're just like, it's about someone who ate a baby. Like, yeah, no, it is. And it's, I guess it's like a metaphor for Van like never being like satisfied.
0: Oh yeah. So. And also,
1: it also probably has to do with her child too. mm Mm-hmm. So they, uh, they slash the tires to the moped so they can't get away. They've been riding in mopeds. Just makes me want a moped even more. Yeah. Um, so, uh, a distraction happens and there's infighting with the gangs. Uh, they run off, right? So she's about to get payback, I guess. I What's the name. dude's name? Kevin or something like that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think so.
1: So they go to, like, this art gallery place and she's acting all nice to, I guess, Kevin's, like, boyfriend or fiance. And they get in and he's fucking terrified to see van right? yeah we still don't know what this package shit is about yet keep in mind <laughs> um, so van starts saying a bunch of shit this whole time uh they've been her friends have been commenting about like why she rolling around town with this fucking baguette so she pulls the baguette out of her bag right <laughs> and she goes on about like do you know what happens if somebody leaves a baguette out for for a few days Why would somebody do that? It would get stale. It would get hard. What would happen if they left it out for two weeks? Or a month? (laughs) (laughs) So she's about to... She's brandishing a giant stale baguette as a
0: weapon. Like fucking anime style too. Kevin
1: is scared shitless. She starts beating the fuck out of this man with this baguette, right? Like beating the dog shit out of him with this hard ass baguette. He's on the floor bleeding. They're like, Van, Van, calm down. She's like, get the fuck back. You can yeah. see blood on the baguette. Oh, it's nasty. And Kevin's like, please, please, I'll get you the package tomorrow. She's like, open your mouth. You're either going to have to open it to tell me where the package is or to bite into this baguette. And I was like, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> She's going to curse stop with the baguette. Yep. And so he gives up the location of the package. They leave. We still
0: don't know what the package is. <laughs> they get to this party. About it, to be a dinner party. Right? It's wild because I was like, "Damn, it's just gonna be something simple." I, I, I like. I was like, this story must be almost over." Before you get to that. I know. I just. I just want to say. I'm not gonna say what it is. Okay. I'm just saying. Like my feelings were like, that was the wild part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought so too. <laughs> oh, was you I wrong? You get the sense of comfort.
1: No, and, knowing the, that and it's then over. Just like surprise, bitch. You <laughs> really thought, but um. So they get there, uh Skarsgard's there, he's mad about the crack thing. Fucking Van just spits in his face and walks off with yeah. her homegirl. Cargo looks upset at first and then it cuts to him just jerking off in the bathroom yeah <laughs> like he's he's so turned on by the play they have and it's just like yo yeah the fact that they got this man to do this is so fucking amazing <laughs> it's pretty wild <laughs> but they go down to the kitchen they meet van's boyfriend he's cooking dinner for tonight's event what's he cooking though what's he cooking so her friend's like yo van you wilding out this crazy and Van tries to tiptoe around it He's like, well, you're just mad because it's not about you because you're not doing something crazy and I'm just enjoying my life. And it's like, oh shit, oh shit. What are they serving for dinner? Fried hands. <laughs> yep. Fried fucking hands. The package was hands. <sighs> they fried the hands, serve a little side, a little dressing. They serve it up for dinner. Now, the other two friends that are around... They don't know that they're getting hands for dinner. Everyone else knows what it's about. It's
0: blindfolded though, so it's blindfolded
1: so you can just experience the flavor. But the two girls, they don't know that it's hands, so they're blindfolded eating hands. Meanwhile, downstairs, and whole girls confronting Van about this shit. And she's like, "What are you planning on doing when your visa runs out?" She was like, "We'll get married." And she's just like, "Well, what will your parents think?" They've been wanting me to get married. They'll be so excited. She's like, "What about Lottie? What about your daughter?" this is where van starts breaking she's like oh i'll bring lottie here yep and she's like you're gonna bring lottie out here to eat hands and van starts like breathing hard she starts panicking freaking out she's like what the
0: fuck she's you? been having her journey for so long she forgot about her dog, mm-hmm. essentially
1: and she starts freaking out she starts throwing shit she's like what the fuck what the fuck am i doing why the fuck what the fuck is this and she's just like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And then they can hear screaming from downstairs as they're eating, right? So the girls pull off their blindfolds, and they're just like, oh, fuck, we eating hands. These niggas is crazy. <laughs> and so they run out, and Scargard comes down. He's just like, all right. These yep. little hands, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it cuts uh, Van's back with her normal hair, looking like normal, beautiful Van, talking about, uh, she, you know, she's been going through some stuff. She hasn't felt like herself. Uh, she describes one point she was just driving in Atlanta and she just closed her eyes and then she opened them and she was in the opposite lane and just crazy that you know yeah she didn't crash because she, she, she very well could have. And then she went to pick lottie up from school and of course Lottie didn't know, but she's like I felt like she knew and she was mad and disgusted like like what a bad fucking mom. You know, and she 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 didn't know herself very well. She's like, Ern yeah. has himself figured out. He knows what he wants you know what you want. Like, I don't know who I am or what I want. And they remixed the movie, I, th- uh, uh, anomaly or something like that. An- mm. anomaly. Blah, blah blah blah. It's a French movie. But that's what the whole Van aventa of Van doing throughout the uh, throughout the episode. That's what it's based on. Oh, it's okay. based on this actual movie. Wow, interesting. Because she said she was watching it one night.
0: Oh yeah, that's right, she did. And that's what
1: ended up with her stealing the wig. She was stealing stuff, acting weird, because she was just trying to get away from it all. She didn't even pack a bag. The reason why in that that initial episode when she first gets uh, to Amsterdam, yeah, she didn't have a bag. She didn't have her coat. She said, you know, she didn't, and that's why I had to get a coat. She didn't pack anything. She just left. Yeah, she just left Lottie with her parents and then just left. She didn't know what she was doing. And that's what led to all these events. And, you know, she she lets all that out. Her friend consoles her. And they're just like, let's just go home. Let's just go back to Atlanta. And she's like, don't you gotta pee on somebody? (laughs) So it cuts. And one of the girls instead goes to pee on the dude. Yeah. And so, the scene happens and you just see her face as she's looking out the beautiful window looking at the Eiffel Tower and you could just hear her peeing and the scene goes on for like it's like you know when Ryan goes to the bathroom <laughs> to pee and Ryan was like I think she beat my record
0: actually just referencing that I pulled up because I was pretty drunk when I watched the episode so I kind of live texted you a bit but I accidentally messed up because it was supposed to be one full text if you would like to read <laughs> okay <laughs> this bitch banned
1: French now the fuck Baguette in her bag and shit here's my thoughts of the episode in one message not to bother you what the fuck is this white boy in the leopard <laughs> oh no it's scars guard now it's the undies now it's just the undies it does look like candy man though <laughs> this is the way oh she got the bread oh shit i wasn't done Holy shit, when she beat him, <laughs> it said, and that shit shook me. <laughs> don't bite the bread, man. Fuck, I thought he was washing his hands vigorously. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss the chef. Was fucking guard Skarsgar- Kira. <laughs> Would be a good casting, to be honest, but please don't ever make that movie. <laughs> It's the hands, what the fuck? (laughs) The actual flight fuck. All caps. No. No, no, no. Snack back to reality. No. There's the bun. Bitch, it's only been weeks. (laughs) I guess I was like, what the fuck? I would like to think I'd be able to pee on somebody for 6,000, but I'm too shy of a peer. P-R. I think her pee beats my record. <laughs> yeah, it gets to the point where she's peeing so long, you can hear the dude gurgling, he's like, Stop, stop, no, stop. And then the episode ends, right? But you got a little post credit scene. So this dude's dropping off, I guess like missing like luggage from airports. And one is marked for Ernest Marks. He gives it to earn Ern's like, This is in my bag. He's like, Your name Ernest Marks? He's like, Yeah. It's your bag. Yep. So he sides off for it. He's like, this isn't my bag, though. All right, man, have a good night. So Ernst sits down, opens the bag. There's a big Ziploc bag full of different medications. There's a Deftone shirt. Yeah, that <laughs> shit would fucking make me laugh. And then there was, like, a picture of this white family. And Ernst just keeps digging through the bag a little bit. Puts everything else down. Picks up the Deftone shirt. Walks away. It zooms in on the picture, bro. It's that white Ernest guy from episode one and episode four
0: so it's crazy because his medications like do you think in the killing himself aspect do you think it was just because he didn't have his medicine it might been,
1: and that might have played a role yeah as well as whatever it was going on in that first episode yeah but yeah uh, a lot of people were confused about that scene because they don't remember that was the same dude yeah but what i think it links back to is uh oh he lost his bag It got mixed up with urn so urn got his bag but also yeah. they have the same first and last name, name yep it probably what happened was he owed urn's family reparations so when he killed himself his belongings just went to urn huh i think it also plays in that aspect too that might make sense because they literally have the same first and last so his family might have owned urn's family back in the day damn that's deep as fuck i love that so it all comes back full circle i like that and Urn was in europe the whole time so he had no idea this was going on yeah that's why he's just like this is my bag though Because it was in that episode that he killed himself mm-hmm. too so this could have been way later wow yeah i was like damn that's
0: crazy that's crazy <laughs> but that was the end of season three I wonder if that adds to the statement of, like, the it, the guy specifically who gave him his bag was also black. And he's like, it's your bag. Oh, like, that might have been, like, damn, yeah, that's crazy, like, too. Yeah. It's like, here you go, man.
1: But that's yours. So, yeah, that that's season three of Atlanta. It's a good season. Yeah, it's I'm really excited. I'm super hyped for season four. That comes out later this year. You know we're going to talk about it. It's the final season, baby. Baby. Um... But this is our longest on the house. We're about uh, to hit like 45 minutes. I'll uh,
0: close it out with uh, the quick story of the it. time I got punched in the face. Oh, yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. So um, I will reference this guy as Danger Dan. Oh. Okay. Okay. I know who. I know exactly who this is. All right. <laughs> so I'll just call him Dan from here. So we were uh, in uh, that class, intro to theater arts one, mm-hmm. and uh, we're. it was the – the part of the class where you were supposed to work with people to make a scene. Like a... And you were performing it based on all the different stage actions. You had to use the different things, the different action things, holding people the right way, like the fake kiss, all that stuff. So it was me, Dan, and a bunch of girls, and they decided it was like a, a sleepover party for them. And he... And I was the boyfriend to one of them. And Dan was the gay friend with them. And it would be like, I killed all the girls, and then I was going to kill the main girl, and then he comes up and saves me. Right? Mm-hmm. So, we're there, and it's supposed to be the whole, like, fake clap punch. Oh. And I didn't know this guy that well yet. He wasn't really part of the group. I just interacted him with the class. Yeah. Punches me in the face. And I was like, I stunned for a second, and then I'm like, my next scene is to drop, so I drop purposely. Because I'm like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it did make a lot of people think that I got knocked out. But I was like, no. Nah, I was I was just like, what? Oh, I punched myself enough in the face to know how this feels. So I'm just going to drop because that's my next cue. Yeah. But, um... I don't know why I said that. But, <laughs> um... <laughs> no, after that, I started talking to him more. Because I was like, hey, man, like, that, was, that was a good hit. <laughs> and then... That's when he started talking to other people in the the crew, too. That's Danger
1: Dan. Yeah. All right. Wow. I didn't know that story. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck, dude. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, Danger Dan? Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. His name is not Dan either, by the way. (laughs) It was Safety Sam for a little while. Really No. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sprite remixed it. (laughs) Oh, man. But with that rousing story, guys, uh, we're going to close up today. Yeah. Much love. Thank you for tuning in and listening to us talk about fun. our enjoyment of Atlanta. It's a good season. Yeah, dude. I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped for the last season. I know it's going to be so good. Yeah. Especially since they've been filming this shit, like, back-to-back together, essentially. Yeah. So look forward to the final season of Atlanta. It comes out later this year. So we don't have to wait fucking years again for another season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, appreciate y'all and we will catch you for the next uh, 40 l Fridays podcast what we'll we be talking about in episode 108 I don't know mm. Some shit.
0: you guys might know quicker than we do because it'll be going on and then we'll be like oh it's time to record and then it'll be old news but hey we're here we here <laughs> love you Love you. drink water drink my fee hee hee <laughs> Who this man? Oh, oh, man.